Are you a mom launching kids into adulthood? If so, you need to know about my Empty Nest Mom Retreat. It is the gathering for moms who have at least one child over the age of 18 or who have launched them all and have a full empty nest. September 27th through the 29th are the dates, and Cedar Lake Retreat Center in Cedar Lake, Indiana is the place. You can fly into Chicago airports and drive to Cedar Lake in a little over an hour. Come join me. Best Value Registration is available through May 27th, and space is limited to just 100 moms, so don't delay. Check out jillsavage.org slash retreat to register today. This is not rejection. This is a reflection of what is happening inside of my spouse. It's not about me. It's about them. You're listening to the No More Perfect Podcast, where we talk about strengthening the relationships that mean the most to you. I'm Jill Savage, and I live in normal Illinois. I'm committed to talking honestly about the messy, less than perfect, but normal stuff of life. I'm so glad you've joined me. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the No More Perfect Podcast, and You know, every once in a while, I like to bring you a little extra podcast goodness, a little short episode that gives you something quick, but something really, really practical. And Mark is joining me today uh, to be able uh, to talk about taking things personally in relationships. And I know nothing about that. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing at all, right? Nothing at all. (laughs) If you looked it up in the dictionary, my face would be there. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, That was a part of Mark and Jill 2 point or excuse me, 1.0. Right. Right. But But not 2.0. No, that has been a huge change. Have you noticed a difference? Huge (laughs) change. (laughs) Cool. So, um, so how this kind of plays out, you know, one of the things we talk a lot about when we're coaching couples, you've heard us talk about it here on the podcast, um, is, uh, we talk about love styles and love styles are the relating patterns that we carry into adulthood from our home of origin. And we did an entire podcast episode on love styles with the authors of the book, How We Love, Mylan and Kay Yurkovich. So I'll make sure and put a link to that in the show notes. The love styles usually fall into, uh, well, there, there are, um, five, uh, wounded love styles and then one that we want to work toward. Okay. And the five wounded ones are, um, an avoider, a pleaser, a vacillator, a victim, and a controller. We like to kind of sometimes break those down into two Mm -hmm. different categories and that is anxious and avoidant. And so pleaser, vacillator, victim tend to be anxious and controller and avoider tend to be avoidant. And so what does that mean? Um, Avoidant means that um, they are avoiding emotion and avoiding connection unknowingly. 
And that was me in Jill 1.0. Um, anxious is that they're anxious about connection. They are always thinking about, am I being loved? And mm-hmm. is the other person loving me like I want to be loved? Right. And in that anxiousness, it just, it drives uh, huge ele- elements of anxiety. It drives worry and uh, just frantic thinking and f- frantic actions. Mm-hmm. All of us can take things personally, but I will say those that fall into the anxious categories, the pleaser, mm-hmm. the vacillator, the victim will often take things personally much easier than those that fall into the avoidant category. And we certainly saw that right. because I wasn't, um, I can, but I wasn't characterized by taking things personally. Right. It was a rarity. Right. You. Uh, but It was common. Yeah. You. Right. If I, as much as looked across the room in a, almost a, like a brainless way, you would read that as I was ticked at you. Yep. Angry. What did I do now? Uh, all these negative thoughts. Uh, if you were disgusted at something, I automatically made it about me. Mm-hmm. And just everything you did, I filtered through. Rejection. Rejection. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. You filtered yeah. it through rejection. It was almost exhausting in our marriage because you were so um, anxious about how I felt about you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like this constant worry and this constant um, almost chasing. Right. Yeah. Um, it exhausted you and it totally exhausted me. Yeah. And we had no idea what was going on. Well, and sometimes it even caused conflict. Yeah. um, Because there was um, like, uh, here's an example. I am an introvert. You're an extrovert. And when our kids were little, I asked you one day if we could like change our routine after you got home from work because I was a stay-at-home mom. So I was like, could I... Would it be possible that I could have 30 minutes in the bedroom alone when you got home from work? Like maybe we could call it daddy wrestle time and mm-hmm. you wrestle with the kids and I get just 30 minutes in the bedroom alone. At that point in time, you know, the internet didn't exist. So I wanted to read the newspaper because I loved to know what was going on in the world. And, you know, I was a stay at home mom at that time of four kids. I was right. exhausted. I yeah. was worn out. And as an introvert, introverts are refueled by being alone. So what I was doing, I didn't even know I was an introvert then. No, you didn't. I just knew kind of what I was craving. And so what I said to you is, could I, would would it be possible that you could give me just a little bit of me time mm-hmm. when you get home every day? In a perfect world, I would have said, of course, Jill. <laughs> I totally understand why you need that. Yeah. But in the Mark 1.0 world, what? Why do you want to be away from me? Are you mad at me? What did I do? Yeah. 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 I saw it as rejection. Yeah. I didn't understand the need and it didn't make sense to me, but it all of a sudden became all about me. Some of you are listening 
And you're like, oh my gosh, that's me. Some of you are listening and you're like, oh my gosh, that's my spouse. Right. Um, first, just know it's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Um, often somebody who is in the avoidant category of love styles marries someone who's in the anxious category. So mm-hmm. opposites attract. Right. So you're probably going to fall into one or the other of those. Now, what I will say is we've worked really hard over the last 12 years to become what we call a secure connector. Mm-hmm. So we're, we've worked hard to become secure. So we no longer operate as avoidant and anxious. We now primary operate, primarily operate as secure, secure. Right. And, um, and so that has really changed a lot. And a lot of what you had to do was work through, um, your having your value in Christ, mm-hmm. right. Um, the wounds of mm-hmm. uh, childhood that caused you, because really what it, what it was is it was bringing up wounds from way before I ever existed in your life. Yeah. And so you worked through that with counseling, coaching mm-hmm. um and and that's honestly you do a lot of that with individuals now as do I right even when people aren't working as a couple sometimes a guy will come to mark and say I I need to work on some stuff personally and same for me I work with uh gals individually um and so you worked through that um just really began you you really dealt with rejection right um, a that lot. That's huge. Yep. Yeah. I didn't realize how much rejection wove in and out and through my life. I, uh, early in our marriage, I didn't, I identified with shame. Yes. But rejection has been, uh, once I understood it, it just made sense and mm-hmm. I found resolve. Yeah. Yeah. And so there were several books that were really helpful for you. Um, one was, I think, re- rejection free no more, or right. rejection free for life. Oh yes, yeah. And yep. We can put a link to that in the show notes. Um, you really, when you deal with shame, you do deal with rejection. Mm-hmm. And so um, there was a book on uh, shame as mm-hmm. well. Do you yeah, remember we'll the, that? In the yeah, show I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Uh, Sharon Jane's book Enough yeah. was a really important one for you as well. Yes. Yeah. So those those were really helpful for you to shore up who you were and to not to stop seeing uh yourself through the lens of rejection. Right. But there's a phrase and we'll leave you with this phrase that we often work with people on um, in our coaching. And this is a phrase that you can use if you are the one that struggles with rejection. You're anxious about whether your spouse loves you or doesn't love you. Um, You're always over-reading the room. You're over-reading your spouse's actions. Um, And what we say is to learn to preach this to yourself. This is not rejection. This is a reflection of what is happening inside of my spouse. It's not about me. It's Mm -hmm. about them. Mm -hmm. So back to the day that I, you know, in, uh, came to you and said, Hey, can I have, you know, can we have a different routine when you get home from work? Mm -hmm. Can I have 30 minutes in that moment? I was asking for something for myself. So had you known that phrase then, right. I would have been able to say, 
Jill is not rejecting me. This is a reflection of what she is asking for and needing in her own life. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. difference. Yeah, it really is. And it, and then you would have recognized it. it's not about me at mm-hmm. all. Right. Yeah. And most of the time it isn't. No. And here's the beautiful thing too. And I say this loosely, but most anxious people are married to avoidant people. And um, most avoidant people will tell you like if they've got a problem, like mm-hmm. they'll communicate it. Now they are natural avoiders. So they'll, they'll also avoid conflict. Right. But in general, like I know for myself, if I need something, I tell you. Mm-hmm. If I'm frustrated, I tell you. Yeah. You can trust that. Right. You don't have to read me. No. <laughs> but I thought I did. Right. Because, because I'd you, been trained in it. Correct. You yeah. grew up learning that you needed to read the room. And right. I was waiting at any moment for you to reject me. Mm-hmm. Right. But now I go back to this phrase, your actions are not a rejection of me, but a reflection of what you're needing or what you're wanting or what's, what's going, going on. on. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. This is not rejection. This is a reflection of what's going on inside my spouse. Hopefully that is helpful. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining me today on the No More Perfect Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future conversations. You can find the show notes and links to anything we talked about over on jillsavage.org slash podcast. I hang out on Facebook and Instagram and would love to connect with you there. You can find me under the name jillsavage.author. One more thing, we have three free eBooks that we'd love to give you. You can find them at jillsavage.org slash free. See you next week where we'll have another conversation about the real stuff of life and relationships.